0: This is gonna feel real good, alright? Most dope. Everybody please put a thumb in the air. hey.
1: Good. Really Welcome like to Broad I Street I Hockey Do Radio, that's right, BSH Radio, my name is Bill Matz, and I am back as your director of fun and games this week. Uh, good job, Craig, Charlie, Steph, holding it down last week. Oh, thank you. We tried. I'm just going around in this order, <laughs> it's fine. Uh, you were the host, Steph, but Craig, <laughs> as you. the director of the trivia, the
2: game master, was the yeah. The I, game I believe yeah, I believe the, the term game is called master,
1: yeah. <laughs> trivia as the dungeon master. <laughs> I mean, it was. Yeah. was <laughs> so we we,
3: we, we never said he had
1: originality. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, you guys did a good job in my absence last week, and I am back, and we are just ready to go. We have another off-season show for you, and let's just get right to it. Joining us via what Skype or something. We have Kelly Hinkle.
4: Yeah, I've uploaded my body or my consciousness to the internet because my body is useless. So I thought this was a good idea.
1: (laughs) All bodies are
3: useless. I can't think of it as being a bad idea. I mean, hey.
4: Like we're, is, yeah. isn't that
3: like what inevitably no. like we're going to become in thousands of years? I was going to say like so <laughs> yeah.
0: when we, like we're going to exist so for that long? When well, we,
3: that's why we're going to upload our causes to the internet when we, get we can't to the, live in this world anymore.
1: When we get to the literally anything else segment, we get to the uh, conspiracy <laughs> theories. Like we are probably <laughs> living in a right. computer simulation. It's <laughs> what they keep saying. So you know maybe maybe mm-hmm. Kelly's just ahead of the curve here. Uh joining us again this week. You're just a regular now. Sports are bad. At Craig. I mean, motorcycle. I'll
2: take that. Okay, going back to. That quizzo last week. First of all, I had one day to put that together, so I didn't have time to think of a name. It was just trivia, and then the also name of
0: the game.
2: Also, I wanted to state that with the big <laughs> news today, I want I want Ron all to be the new GM of the Wild. I, why not? Because oh it is going to be dumb. Like, why? Why? Why the why because the Because it's going
0: to be dumb. Yeah,
2: like, I like, just want to see it happen. Now. Just
1: looking at the list of candidates, like, nobody has an original thought. <laughs> like, That's oh, true. yeah, we're going to give Chia a look, like, Garth Snow. Gar- Listen, everyone else Hell at least yeah, has a snow. case. Yeah. At least everyone else has a case to be made. Like, you could not like the job Ron Hextall did. Yeah. But I thought Fletcher, there were very clearly good Fletcher, things that yeah, Ron Hackstall did. Fletcher as comes in and looks at the base and goes, "All right, yeah, that's fine." Like, say what you want about Chiarelli. Mm-hmm. Like, yes, he's ruined some, some, a lot of things. Let's say, but like, he won a goddamn Stanley Cup. Yeah, God snow. Like, God snow <laughs> is literally awful. You could hire anyone to do what Garth Snow did with uh, the Islanders. I, I think Never I make the playoffs?
3: The, the funny thing is, I think I, and this is not this is not me at all endorsing Garth Snow, I think I would rather have Garth Snow as my GM than Pete Peter. Oh, Shirelli.
1: I don't want no. either. <laughs> oh God, yeah. Neither this are... This is a pick
2: your poison. Ne- <laughs>
1: <yeah>. <laughs> Neither are a good hire. They yeah. are equally bad. But at least you can have a stupid thought to justify Chia. Mine? Snow, it's like, well, he was a failure for 12 years. Yeah. Lucky 13? Like, I, I just, I don't know. Oh, where what, was I on the
2: injury? Well, I was going to with a Hextall, though, I'm surprised that I thought Edmonton would have made more sense for him considering they need to go through a rebuild yeah. and yeah. he loves collecting prospects. He loves teams. failing. The Wild are just the team that missed the playoffs last year, yeah. which are the Flyers. So, like, but anyway, go on.
3: Yeah. Well, I mean, are we going to
1: talk more about the Hextall?
3: Yeah, thing? we're, we're okay. going to get into We'll get that. back we'll to
1: that. We'll get to that. that. Yeah. Uh, let's go with Steph D Steph Driver.
0: So, today I was listening to Fly Flyperbally and I learned that Craig doesn't know the difference between electricity and internet
2: no, it's incredibly true.
0: every time, every single time he tried to mention that Steve's internet was down, he said your electricity was out. So Craig, I think does part not of that is I
2: don't really difference. listen to Steve on that. you yeah, just so. don't
0: it's okay. This is a safe space. You can admit that you don't know the difference between electricity and internet.
3: I, I do like I do like the distinctions between your excuse and Bill's excuse for like not hearing things right. Bill's <laughs> excuse is that I don't even hear what I say. Yeah. Your excuse is yeah I never even listen to my one co-host. <laughs> no, <laughs> yeah, I, yeah I forget him. Yeah,
2: yeah it's a it's a two
1: person show. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's uh it's it's a great three south line. It was this old uh, cartoon on MTV that was like didn't even last one season, but I loved it. And the uh, one dude just. If you're not going to listen to what I say, how can I be expected to? And I just use that line <laughs> all the time. Uh, last but certainly not least, Charlie O'Connor. So I see
3: more and more people on social media as we get further and further into the summer basically losing their goddamn minds because Ivan Purov and Travis Connectney haven't signed a contract yet. So I went through all of the NHL teams today, going through on Cap Friendly, wonderful website, highly recommend, it turns out there are 29 restricted free agents yet to be signed that played in at least 60 games last season. So relevant restricted free agents. 19 teams have at least one relevant, un- relevant unsigned restricted free agent. So, like, I get it. I do. They're important players. We want to see him signed, but this isn't a problem that's unique to the Flyers. Most teams are waiting it out. The market is just waiting it out. I'd love to have these guys signed. I'd love to just be done and know for sure they're going to be ready for the start of camp and they're going to be ready for the start of the season. But honestly, this is just kind of how the market is going this summer.
1: Yeah, like there's. It's not just. It's not just these two, like Charlie, and it's they're, not just the Flyers. Yeah, no, yeah.
4: And go also, look at the Jets know, situation.
0: Like, calm down. Yeah. People are so bored. People are so bored.
2: Well, the good news is we have August coming up. So it's going to be a lot of fun.
0: I'm going to be out of the country. I don't give a shit. That's right. You're getting out of here. Yeah, I do not care. They're very clearly
1: not going anywhere. We've seen one offer sheet. It was the most easily matchable offer sheet in the history of offer sheets. (laughs) Like uh, They're not going anywhere. They're restricted free agents. Yeah, no one's gonna pull the William Nylander again because it's hockey. Everyone hates to be called the like. No one wants. Oh, no one wants to be called selfish. I mean, it's possible
0: that someone holds out. I think it's it's possible.
1: (sighs) I don't think either of these two have a good case to. Oh, the Flyers. Yeah,
2: I don't think. I don't think or Kunitz are gonna. I, uh-huh.
3: I mean, I think it's it's possible to me that Perovarov holds out just because into yeah. the season. Yeah, it could happen. Yeah. I, I'm I, I don't think it's going to, but I think it could. I I would be I would be blown away if Travis Konechny held out. Like utterly shocked if Ivan Perva held out. I'd be like, look, I, I'm it's not my guess, but yeah, his his agent wants a lot of money and the Flyers don't want to give him that much money. And if neither side caves, that's what happens. Holdouts happen. So we'll
1: see. All right, let's get into the news of the day. Uh, the Minnesota Wild, after allowing a man to uh, run their entire offseason and set up their roster for the upcoming season, have wow. fired their general manager. Like, what's the—this always drives me nuts. Like, the Jets did this right—the uh, New York Jets, right after the draft, oh, yeah. fire
0: their GM. <laughs> like, Why would you just <laughs> let him pick your team? Well, so my guess— is that he had a trade for Jason Zucker lined up, and they're like, "We can't, we can't let this man actually do this."
3: So the the one theory I, I've seen put out there, and he wouldn't let the players eat pizza. No, no, but it, <laughs> so on sense. Sunday, I think it was either Saturday or Sunday, there was a an article by Michael Russo, a long interview with Zach Parise, and Zach Parise basically, in not so many words, was kind of like. I sort of want to leave because this team is a mess. And Hmm. there's there people are speculating that like that something like that, when you have arguably the face of your franchise basically saying, I'm looking at what's going on and this ain't good and I kinda wanna win and it ain't gonna happen here, left unsaid was like with this guy running the show. Yeah, Yeah. They just kind of looked at it and are like, "Yeah, we need to get rid of this guy." I don't know if that's actually what happened, but the timing was a little odd, considering that you know it was like three days after the article came out. And I think that's what that's what a lot of this came down to. Like, look, anybody with a brain that follows hockey could tell that Paul Fenton was doing an absolutely horrible job. At the same time, guys usually don't get fired after a year. So, and they, you know, shit, Peter Shirelli... Kept his job for like two years longer than he should have after running a team with the best player in hockey into the ground. So clearly hockey men are okay with guys making bad moves. This seemed like it was a case of a guy making bad moves and also pissing off like everyone in the organization. And they were just like, yeah, we just can't do this anymore.
0: So Parise went full Jack Eichel?
3: I think Parise was just like, yeah, I'm willing to waive my no move clause and I want to win. And I don't know if that's going to happen here for the remainder of my contract.
0: Well, Parise, I've got some bad news for you. You're back in your neck. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) You may not be playing anywhere, buddy. No, he still
3: can play. I mean, he actually had a pretty good year last year.
0: How many games did he play?
3: Uh, I think he played a fair amount because
1: he was on my fantasy team and he did pretty well. Must he? Yeah, I think he bounced back a little but that is it is like it's one thing when it is Jack Eichel like yeah, yeah 70, mm-hmm. 74 games 61 Oh that points. is
0: a lot more than I expected to
1: the, be. The year before was the disaster oh, okay. Like Eichel yes emerging star and everything like yeah. franchise player but like brand new when he basically was like get rid of everyone or um, <laughs> I don't know Yeah, like yeah,
0: yeah. You would think that that's like I respect that move but I still hate uh-huh. Jack Eichel.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Parise, I, like, oh, he um, hasn't changed his head. There, so. It's true. <laughs> Parise, uh, like he's the hometown boy who went there. Like it was, it's, it's a thing that he went to the Wild and signed that long-term deal and you know, did that whole uh, fake free agency, basically. When <laughs> when him, the, and, him Suter and Suter yeah. were like, we're going there anyway. But uh, like, I guess it does make sense when, uh, you, like Charlie said, face your franchise. But what makes this relevant to Flyers fans is that the uh, the rumor and innuendo is. Ron Hextall is the emerging front-runner for this job up in the state of hockey. Um, man, this is funny. For no other reason than Craig, uh, Craig Leopold's quote here. Uh, said Fenton was a tremendous scout, but it was the other portion of being a general manager. The organizational part, the strategic part, the management of people, the hiring and motivating of the departments. Well.
4: Well.
2: <laughs> that screams Hextall man. <laughs> that sounds
4: familiar.
1: <laughs> yeah, like I just listen, I again, lots of guys do better in their, you know, second stop than their first in all sports and really like everyone's better 5 years into something than they are in year 1. Like that's just how experience works, right, right. but but like when you look at that, if you want to turn the page, is Hextall the guy for that?
3: No. I, yeah, I mean I have no. I I'm 100% confident Ron Hexel would do a much better job than Paul Fenton, but Paul Fenton is one of the worst general managers I have ever seen in my lifetime. On a high bar. So, it's yeah, it's a very low bar. I just don't know. I have the same concerns because, yeah, you know, this is a guy who, you know, Ron Hexel was very good at drafting and, you know, seemed to have a plan, and he focused on that plan, and he seemed like he burnt bridges with the organization. Now, the interesting thing is, is that maybe... Like, the case I guess you'd make is, number one, you're hoping he learned, uh, he learned maybe what he should and shouldn't do in that role. And then, number two, you're hoping that the Flyers were unique. Like, the Flyers always had that, they presented themselves as different in the sense that, you know, we're all this big happy family and everybody has a seat at the table and all this crap. And... Hextall kind of was, I wouldn't say like vehemently opposed to it, but he had his inner circle and that was his thing. And he you know, wanted to kind of run a tight ship. And for the Flyers, that was this big culture change. But for other organizations, I'm not sure if it would be as significant of a culture change. Like maybe in another organization, all he has to do is like not be a dick. Yeah. And that might be enough.
1: And, like, uh, Kelly has here, like, one of her hot takes was going to be no revisionist uh, history on Hextall. Like, while, yes, all these things are true about Hextall, the Flyers are are different in that. Like, the dude who made a mess of the organization, the whole Hextall had to dig out of, he's still answering to that guy. Yeah, (laughs) that's true. So, yeah. I mean, like,
4: culture stuff aside, the Minnesota Wild are similar to the Flyers in that, they seem to be a team that needs to win soon based on the players that they have. And if they don't, it's full rebuild time. And Ron Hextall has kind of very plainly shown that he's not the win now guy. He's the win later guy. So I'm not sure why
0: they think he would be the best fit. Do they even have like a a good group of prospects?
3: They don't. Well, that's the thing is that if you're, if you're gonna, I mean, they drafted Boldy, who's good, Um, but no, they, they have a very weak prospect pool. And, I guess that's kind of the thing, is that if, you, if you're if you hiring Hextall, if their, if their plan, if they end up going through this and hiring Hextall, if they say to Hextall the same thing that Ed Snyder said to Hextall, which is, we know we're past the point of no return, we want you to engineer the rebuild, that makes sense to me. Okay. That would be a logical maneuver. He would be the guy, maybe the best guy on the market to do that. The thing is, is that... Like, Leopold, we talked about this when they when the Flyers hired Fletcher. Like, Leopold is notoriously a we-need-to-compete-every-year owner. And I don't know, like, if Hextall goes in and he wants to do the same thing he did in Philly, like... At least Snyder and the Flyers gave Hextall four years before they got impatient. I don't know if Leopold's going to give him two years before he gets impatient.
1: And that's, I wonder, like, that's got to be just a part of the interview process. Yeah, yeah, And, like, if he sits down and says, this is the, like, tell him this is the organizational mandate, because there was also, yes, the Flyers were different, but it was, we need to build a champion. At some point, the Flyers need to ascend back to top of the world status. We are the original seventh team. You know, we need to be them again. Yeah. So we need to get back to being a champion somehow, even if it takes longer than we wanted. If the mandate is, we're cool being a B-plus team, just make us that. Like, if Hextall is willing to accept. That's like, fair. You know? That's fair. Do, all we need yeah. to do is get to the second round every year. Like, all right, cool. I <laughs> just think
3: that, I think Hextall, like,
1: you know. It's just I, not his philosophy. Yeah, it just,
3: it, he got pegged as being stubborn, and I guess that was the negative way to put it. But, like, I just think he has an idea of how a hockey team should be built. And if you're not willing to let him go on that path, like, I understand that there's only 31 jobs out there, but the fact of the matter is, is that he's, he very well might be the front runner for a job, a general manager job, seven, eight months after he was fired. Like, he will get another chance, and it would be with a team, If, if these guys aren't willing to let him do it the way he wants to do it, he can wait and probably get another team in the next year or two who is willing to let him do what he wants to do. I don't know why he would I don't know why he would jump in Minnesota unless he thinks they would let him do what he wants to do.
0: Or if he thought that they were close to a cup. Yeah, that's they're that, not. That,
3: that's fair. That's fair. Yeah, I mean if he if he thinks they are where the Flyers are, you know,
1: where he, he wanted to get the Flyers to Yeah, too. well what he
3: talked about when he the, in that post-press conference after he got fired, which was basically that it was a three-step process. Step one was cleaning up the cap. Step two was integrating the kids. Step three was go time. And he said he didn't think the Flyers were quite at go time. Yeah, if he looks at Minnesota and thinks they're at go time, then I guess it makes sense for him, but I don't know why he would. Like, even, even somebody like me, like I actually liked Minnesota's roster before they blew it up, but, like, they blew it up. This roster, a year after Paul Fenton took a wrecking ball, like it's significantly weaker. They lost a couple really good players for jack shit. Like this is not a team that necessarily is in like the we can legitimately compete for a cup mode anymore because Paul Fenton destroyed that by trading away Nito Niederreiter for Victor Rask and other dumb
0: moves. <laughs> Victor Rask. Well, so, so I have a question, yeah. and okay. and it's going to be posed as kind of a concern. Is there any reason to believe that Fletcher will want to bring Fenton here to work for him? Oh, shit. No,
3: no, because they didn't overlap. They didn't? Yeah, he well, Fletcher got fired and they hired Fenton. Yeah, well, okay. they didn't... Bring,
0: he wasn't he an wasn't... in-house? I didn't know no, how. No, he No, no, he from. was the, like,
3: scouting guy for Nashville.
0: Okay. He wasn't, like,
1: the AGM or anything. No. Yeah, 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 that's right. He was... Oh, God, Nashville, Fenton. they scout everybody. He must be the man. I was going like, to say, they talked yeah.
2: of Fenton forever. Yeah. And that yeah. was a big dud. He was All right. just terrible.
1: Big dud. And that, like, I always... Uh, you need a good organization. I get, I, it wouldn't be the end of the world to me, even if they did. Like, uh, how much say is does the AGM have? I know?
3: just don't... I don't yeah. know. Like that was something somebody brought up. Like, well, if they, if the Flyers, you know, if if Minnesota hires Hextall, will Hextall poach anyone? And I don't think so. I, yeah, like that's the no. thing. I mean, Is the I mean, guy Maybe maybe, maybe Dean Lombardi. <laughs> well, I was gonna, that's got to be because <laughs> be they, they fire Chris okay. Pryor, yeah. so he could have. So he's Chris gone. Back. Yeah.
1: Oh, from the staff. I was just thinking players. No, no, I'm talking about the staff. You, they like to bring in their own guys. Like here, have Michael raffle <laughs> Excuse me. I like him too, Steph. I'm just tired of him. <laughs> We've been over this. <laughs> uh, so, like, do we? So, is like, is it a done deal that Hextall's getting this job? It's not a it's done be deal. A He's just the rumored front runner.
3: Well, I think in, in Russo's article, he said something to the extent of like. I think somebody, I think Leopold might be getting like hip surgery in August or in September. So like I mean, he wants no to get it.
0: No one expects to be working in August yeah. in hockey. So yeah. to I, schedule a hip surgery then probably makes yeah. sense.
3: But I think what he was saying is like uh-huh. he's going to want it to be done before the hip surgery. So I think they're probably going to hire somebody pretty quick. I would think
0: oh, before the surgery.
3: Yeah, like just get everything done before you who, know he's going. What
2: was on for the complete months. list? Hextall, Snow.
1: It was Hextall, Snow. I had it. Shirelli night. was Shirelli.
3: in there. Then there was a few. More. Then there were a few guys yeah. who like. Because that was the list of guys with experience. Yeah, it was. Oh, like, okay. hey, oh, they okay, want to go okay. the
1: hockey man route, yeah. and then there was another. Yeah.
3: I mean, to me, the like the best guy they noted was probably Bill Zito, who's always been interesting to me.
2: But and he's been around for a while too. Yeah, he was mentioned with Hextall. Yeah, he yeah, was yeah, one yeah. of like
3: the second tier mm-hmm. candidates yeah, right. for, for Fletcher. Yeah, so it, it's it, I don't know. It, right now, it seems like like the way I look at it is Michael Russo is one of the most plugged in journalists in hockey, and if he says a guy's a leading candidate, he's probably the leading candidate.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I mean, he broke the story.
3: Yeah, nobody. Yeah,
2: Russo does a nobody pretty easy even job, had, and nobody yeah, talks about. Them. Nobody yeah. had
0: even heard of a whisper, and then it was just, yeah, like, this yeah. full <laughs> story yeah. written for the Athletic. He's he's really good at what he does. Yeah. Goddamn damn Athletic!
1: I mean, their local coverage isn't great, but other no people, no, no
2: yeah other cities yeah, <laughs> <they're> right, yeah.
0: <laughs> all right I uh, mean it's fine <laughs> I guess I guess it's fine I read
2: mean name for the Eagles, not the, yeah. Yeah, the
1: No, I like Shield. He's good. Yeah, he's good. Yeah. I love busting Charlie's balls. Uh, Charlie, speaking of, on last week's show in my absence, she said the last thing I want to do is think about the New Jersey Devils. But well, it, it does sound like something I would say. <laughs> so, guess what we're gonna do now? That's a lot, that was Charlie. Craig. Craig also complained that like he did too many uh, Devils. You no, know, I did, and you Flyers, admitted to it. Yeah. Flyers Devils post games <laughs> last year, and that is absolutely by design. Yeah, I know. You're, my yeah. my hell is a Tuesday night in Newark. Not even going, just watching it on television. Oh, it's God. the word. I'd rather just...
0: It's, hold on. Is Tuesday worse than Thursday? Because Thursday, it's like, oh, we're so close to the weekend, but then we got to sit through the fucking time Well, devil. Tuesday
2: infamously has no feel to it. So I feel like if you plop a Flyers-Devils no, no, no. game on it...
0: Tuesday is the worst day of the week. Tuesday is worse than Monday.
2: Well, that is an opinion. <clears throat> uh, do we- it's what a correct
0: we- opinion. Okay. Tuesday is right. just my busiest
1: day.
2: Tuesday is worse
0: than Monday. Monday, you're kind of well-rested from the weekend, and it's like, all right, well... Well,
3: it depends on what you did during the weekend. (laughs) I have never
1: once been well-rested from
0: the uh, weekend. I said kind of. Kind of. Listen. Listen. But we're gonna Tuesday talk- sucks. There's nothing to look forward to, and it's the day after Monday, and you're already tired, and you had to deal with whatever bullshit you had to deal with on Monday, and Tuesday fucking sucks. Steph, and it's trash day. It's good to
2: know you've been recording BSH radio on Tuesdays for like the last three months.
1: So.
0: Um, <laughs> yeah, I hate seeing you people. There you
1: go. Steph, it's rants like that that really make me miss yelling about sports sometimes.
0: You know, I, I don't remember what happened in sports, but it was about a month ago, and I was... Listening to some shit about it. And I was like, fuck, I really... That's a I great really, name for
1: a podcast. Listening to some shit. Listening to some shit.
0: <laughs> I really miss yelling about sports. It was a month ago in sports. Maybe we bring it back. Maybe we think about talking about potentially doing a special every now and then. All right, all right, I'd be in. Maybe. All right. So I want to <laughs> talk. Can I yell about how much Tuesday sucks? That's, you
1: can yell about whatever the hell you
0: want and how it's trash day. As
1: long as it's as long as it's on our podcast feed and we get paid for the clicks, I don't give a shit.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you have my attention, sir. Uh,
1: Yelling so- about
0: sports
4: and things. <laughs> so the Devils,
1: uh, they made some news. Was it yesterday? Yes. Yeah, was, yes, yeah. Yeah, cuz my Devils fan friend yep. was texting me and just, Day one. "Do you I have stuff? one of those?" I have a couple. Yeah, my my neighbor, <laughs> the neighborhood I grew up in was like broken up into um. like into ro- street hockey teams and the like the one side was the Devils and they were all Devils fans. We were the Flyers. We always beat them. Oh, and okay. so it really didn't mirror reality at all, but, you know, that's the way it was. Uh so they get Nikita Gusev in a trade with the Vegas Golden Knights. Uh Gusev turned 20 earlier this month. Devils sent a third rounder in 2020, second rounder in 2021 to Vegas for Gusev. Uh, Devils signed the restricted free agent to a two-year deal worth $4.5 Mo- 4. annually. Uh, a lot of people wanted the Flyers to go get him. Didn't look like they were ever actually in on such a thing. Uh, but the Devils have had uh, have they had the highest profile off season? No, between... the, the Rangers.
3: I think have the highest profile.
0: But the Devils are. <laughs> That's a, good a Close, close a second. I the are, uh, yeah, the Devils yeah, are up there. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Fuck them both. How, so before, just real,
1: real quick. Before we get to the Devils, the Rangers. Yes, I'll agree. They're over the cap. Yeah. How? Yeah. They? I mean, yeah. Listen, Panarin is awesome, and Truba is good. Lundqvist is. I hate him. Um, like <laughs> there's like as Charlie pointed out. Like and I look went and looked at their roster. Like they're not good. Still
2: no, yeah. no, no. They're not. Yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. Like, no. They're not good.
3: Don't tell that to Rangers fans because they're can like I. It's funny. Or I, I have
4: Flyers I, fans, really.
3: Yeah, it's true. Well, I tweeted this yesterday after the Goose thing. I was like, the Devils had a really good offseason. They basically had the Rangers offseason, but smarter. And I then spent the rest of the day getting blasted by Rangers fans for being stupid. And it's like, guys, your second line center is no one. And you just spent you just signed two guys. Like here here's the thing that, that Rangers fans kind of seem to be refusing to accept. When you sign guys that are in their mid to late 20s to seven year deals. You do it with the assumption that the back half of those deals are going to hurt a little bit. You know, maybe you know maybe they will, maybe they won't, but most likely the beginning of the deal is when you're going to get the the bulk of the value because that's when the guy is in his age related prime. And, you know, with Truebase 25, 26, 27, 28 with uh with Panera, it's you know 29, 30, 31 and then it, you know then he gets into his mid his mid 30s. And because of that, if you're going to sign guys to really long-term deals, you better be pretty confident that when you're getting the most out of those guys in the beginning of the deal, you're competing. That's the whole point. I don't have a problem with signing guys in their mid to late 20s to long-term deals if you're ready to compete at the start of the deal when the value is being provided. Because then you take your medicine in the end, it's fine. But if you're the Rangers, and I'm not saying I don't like Panera or Truba, I like them both. But if you're the Rangers and your roster still kind of sucks... It's a risk to sign those guys now when in the first couple years of those contracts it's not going to matter how good they are because your team still sucks. Like to me the mm-hmm. to me the Rangers right now like roster wise they're kind of like the Flyers from 3 years ago. Like they might be yeah, they they might be a bubble team maybe but you're not like you're not competing for a cup with Brady Shea as your second best defenseman. You're just not. So you're basically hoping you sneak in as a bubble team, which like, great, that's fine. But you're going to be wasting the early years, the best years of Truba's contract and Benarin's contract on a team that at best is a bubble team. Whereas what I liked about what the Devils did is the Devils were like, let's improve now with short term deals. And then when those deals are done, that's when we turn the team over to Jack Hughes and Nico Heashier and everybody. That, to me, made sense.
1: Yeah, they they have that young core, and like you said, I think the Devils are a real X-factor, and that's how I wanted to talk about the Metro Division, like... Uh, I don't know how good they are. I think they're going to be fun to watch. I don't know how good the the thing that like they added PK Subban, they added Wade and Simmons, they added Jack Hughes in the draft. You know, you never know about a young team like sure. each cheers in year three. Hughes is a rookie. Like they could be like first half Canucks last year. Like they're fun. I don't know if they're good, but they're fun. I like I do I do think this team could actually be fun to watch, which is crazy to say about the Devils. Uh, but if McKenzie Black, yeah, okay, oh, go ahead, Kelly.
4: I was just going to say that this level of praise for the Devils is making me feel weird.
1: It's it's odd <laughs> for me.
4: Because I
0: think the Flyers I don't like that. I hate them so much. I, I think have, the
1: Flyers yeah. might be the opposite. I think they're going to be boring as hell but maybe actually kind of good. And I think <laughs> I think the
0: Devils are going to be I think be, that's our slogan now.
1: And I don't know like if the <laughs> Devils are going to be good but I'm going to want to watch their games more than the Oh Flyers. <laughs> gross. I know, I, just, <laughs> oh, I just
0: talked for 5 gross. minutes about
1: how I pawn my work <laughs> off on Craig when the Flyers play the Devils. Oh, <laughs> but yeah,
4: I'm um, Fire Bill. I'm looking at...
1: Can we do that? I don't know. Can you? Am I fireable?
0: <laughs> uh, yeah. I don't Shit.
1: think so. Actually. I thought I had a lifetime contract. Everyone I signed a lot of... Well, I
2: mean, if you fire Bill and me, who's doing the post games?
1: Yeah, Craig gets yeah, fired there you go. every day, yeah. so... Yeah, Craig is... You can't do just Bill. Just yeah. I'll, I'll,
2: I'll just go. here. Yeah.
1: Looking at the Devils and what their rosters may be. I'll
0: been, find someone. This also, is my response <laughs> 10 minutes later. The
1: Devils... <laughs> The Devils have 12.5, around 12.5, 12.4 mil in cap space left. Uh, they have two unsigned restricted free agents as well Zaka. In, uh, in Zaka and uh, Will Butcher, my favorite player in the league, as Charlie knows. Um, I like Will Butcher. Yeah. And uh, I'm looking at what they have, and when I look at it, I think, if you believe in the Flyers, like if you think the Flyers are going to be good, you should at least give the Devils a second look. Oh, because agree. Agree. if Mackenzie Blackwood is the real deal— they have a good team. Blackwood is a year older than uh, than Hart. Uh, he was a. I have it all right here. He was the 42nd overall in 2015. Of course, Hart was 48th overall in 2016. He had 21 starts last year to Hart's 30. 918, se- uh, 918 save percentage to Hart's 917. Uh, 261 to 283. Goals saved above average 5.3 to 6.97. So they are comparable. So if you believe in the one, you have to at least go. It's feasible.
3: So here's my thing with Mackenzie Blackwood. It's that with Carter Hart, one of the reasons why I I trust more that he's legit is because he killed it in juniors, like utterly crushed it in juniors. And Blackwood, on the other hand, I guess you could make the argument for Hart because Hart wasn't that good in AHL until the very end. But, like, with Hart, there just was – there were less – like, Blackwood's numbers – weren't that good until this year like before this year when he came out and and was surprisingly solid for the devils like his stock was pretty low and they just kind of threw him in there and he surprised people but like He he In his 20 games in the AHL, he had a 9.02 save percentage. He was in the ECHL the year before, and when he spent time in the AHL, he had an 8.82 save percentage, 9.07 the year before in the AHL. You're talking about three consecutive years before this of, like, eh, AHL production, and then out of nowhere he tosses out a nine eighteen in his first NHL stint. Like I just don't know how much I trust.
1: No, it's him. it's twenty twenty one starts. I get it. I, I, like are the uh, Albany? I want to call them the Albany River Rats. Are they all are they the Al- Albany <laughs> Devils now? now whatever it is the the Binghamton Devils. Benning ben- ben- whatever that. Bin- yeah. hell I can't I can't say that word at all.
2: Albany River Rats. I have <laughs> no Jesus. chance to say that word.
1: Uh, yeah, the River. Yeah, I had, no, I, I was going to say that. Is... ninety eight. They played. Oh, like, man, I forgot. How bad? Yeah. How bad is the de- like I don't know. Like yes, goalie numbers you can look at him and sometimes go like he's winning them games or putting up good
2: numbers despite
1: the team being bad. Sure. Or maybe the team in front of him just sucks. Like how good is the Devils' farm system? How good is their AHL team? I have no idea.
2: I will say the Devils though. Like,
1: yeah, I agree, Charlie. It's very possible that Mackenzie Blackwood comes out this year and is a mediocre at best goalie. And yeah. if Corey Schneider doesn't at least bounce back, like that's the comparison there to me is like they need Schneider to be what we need out of Elliot, just like at. Best, decent in a tandem, if not just, like, good enough that we can start you one out of every three or four. Like, just be good enough. We don't need you to be Corey Schneider from the Canucks. mm -hmm. We just need you to be not bad.
2: I'm with you, Bill, that I think the Devils are kind of the biggest X factor in the division, I guess. Because looking at Subban, looking at Gusev, and then looking at their goalies, they can either be really, really good for them. Like, Subban can bounce back next season. Blackwood can play pretty well again. And Gusev may actually translate to the NHL pretty well, but if yeah. they all go south, then I, I'm still not. I don't know. I'm not. I'm still not on the Devils. I think right now they are a wild card team. I want to say. I don't know.
1: And
0: that's what I, I like I think now. The right, if if Gusev
2: plays well, I think they're a wild card.
0: team. Uh, I think that they're they're in contention for top of the division. I think. I mean, they still have uh, Taylor Hall.
2: Yeah. And then and th- after that I don't really know. I mean, they added Simmons too, who like we've Yeah, gone yeah. On all You year. know, they've
0: got they've got our buddy Wayne yeah. Simmons.
2: But he's not like the old Wayne Simmons, though. Yeah, I mean if the Flyers
0: then, like, if the Flyers had
3: re-signed gonna... Wayne Simmons, we wouldn't be excited about no. Wayne Simmons. Yeah. So I'm not gonna look at Wayne Simmons and the Devils and be scared. Right, like, right, right. Is it possible Wayne Simmons bounces back a year from that surgery? Sure. But I don't think you can count on it. I mean no. you'd be hoping. But I think you can count on it. Yeah,
2: I think all season for me I've been kinda of downplaying the devil's additions for this year at least. But after the Goose have one, I'm thinking if that one pans out, I think if you add a top six forward who's pretty good and could be, you know, not the next Panera, but another good KHL player to come over, and you add Suban in the same off season. It's pretty good off season in general, yeah, and Gusev, it's, it's a big jump to your team. For those but.
1: unfamiliar with Gusev, he's been over in Russia uh, over the last three years in the KHL. Uh, he's put up 215 points, including 17 goals, 82 points in 62 games last year. Yeah. KHL is a really good league.
2: He <laughs> it, had more it, assists than uh, games last year. I think. Yeah, I talked about it. He had like yeah. a
1: series, like yeah, I think he had like 65 assists yeah, he or was something. Nuts, yeah. yeah, like he he put up some really good numbers over there. Um, it, this is a solid edition addition yeah. for the Devils. Yeah, and,
3: yeah the, oh. the Devils are intriguing because like the my main reason why I didn't like them last year like going into to last season was because I looked at their roster and I'm like so you have a bunch of guys in your top 6 that are just dudes. And Like you have guys like Miles Wood and Blake Coleman and Jesper Brad and Pavel Zaka and then they were guys that like Devils fans thought were like the shit and I'm like they're they're (laughs) they're whatever they're whatever guys they're like I'm not saying they're below replacement level but they're just guys. Well, the thing is, is now theoretically, if 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 some of these guys pan out, like they're fine as bottom Sixers, Mm -hmm. like that works and they can be good bottom Sixers and suddenly they have a roster that if Gusev is legit. If Simmons bounces back to any degree, everybody sort of slots in better. And then what you're left with, what you're really left with is like the reason why I still like the Flyers roster better is I basically look at like the the best case scenario Devils roster to be the Flyers roster with goaltending. I trust less because like the Devils defense still isn't very good. Like even with even with Subban, I don't think Subban is what he was. I still think he's good. But like Andy Green isn't that good anymore. Sammy Vatten isn't that good. The coaches never trust Damon Severson, so he's like constantly on the verge of getting scratched. Connor Carrick, Murko Mueller, Will Butcher's fine. Like, I don't think I look at that defense to say it's dramatically better than the Flyers. I don't look at to it say it's dramatically worse. It's just there. And that's and then I trust Carter Hart more than Mackenzie Blackwood. Okay. So I think they're in the same realm. But to pass the Flyers, you need guys. You need like Jack Hughes to have a great rookie year. You need Goose to have to be legit. If that happens, then yeah. But like I do think people kind of underrate. You say like yeah, the Devils have to. Taylor Hall. Well, yeah, the Flyers have Claude Giroux, and like they basically cancel each other out. They're about as good.
0: Yeah, but the knock that has been following the Devils forever is that they've got no defense. Well, now they do.
3: I mean, they have one. They added one dude,
0: right? Does but he? He's does he? Pretty good.
3: It wasn't that good last year.
0: Yeah, well, but yeah. how bad was not that good? I mean, it's still PK Subban. Yeah. It was one year.
3: It's true, and he could easily bounce back. But I'm just, I'm not. I'm not saying I'm not going to say that one dude changes my opinion of that entire defense. I think I, I, it's better. It's definitely better. I just don't. I don't know if it's. Does PK Subban make that defense dramatically better than the Flyers' defense? I don't know. I don't know.
1: And that's I that, don't think so. they are very much my X factor team. Like I think it's them and the Flyers. I really don't know what to expect out of either of these teams. And a lot of it is just depending on a young goalie. Like I don't know. I. Carter Hart's supposed to be good. He could be terrible next year and then end up having a Hall of Fame career. Like that stuff happens. Like, so I don't know. But how do we think the Flyers? uh, Charlie got to it, but the other three. Uh, Flyers versus the Devils, and then we'll get Flyers versus the rest of the division. How do we think
2: they stack up? I think the Flyers are better than the Devils for this year. Uh, Kelly? Yeah.
4: Ah, I think that for both teams, it matters. Like, there's so many factors that have to either go one way or the other. But I'm going to go with Craig and say the Flyers are better
1: driver.
0: Then the Devils?
1: Flyers v Devils. Who do you think has a better chance to make the playoffs this year? If only one of them's getting in, gun to your head who gets in?
0: Can I take the bullet? <laughs>
1: <laughs> you are really you did this a couple weeks ago too.
0: I did. I did. Can Have a paid, coward Um because I don't know. I don't know. I'm not sold that the flyers are a better team than they were last year i think that the devils are but that being said the flyers were better than the devils last year the flyers were 10 year. points
1: better than the devils last year
0: no. um so even if the flyers stay the same and the devils incre- and get better and the devils have gotten better i don't i i don't can i just say they're both going to be wild card teams <laughs> sure and oh. that gets to like We got a couple shrugs and a shore, so I'm, no, going but that with I'm thinking of
2: the Panthers too it now, gets, yeah.
1: It gets to what you think these playoffs like the playoff format is nuts, I know. But like last year we have maybe the three best teams in the East, all in the Atlantic, and then five playoff teams come out of the Metro. So I want to look at the Metro division again. Of course, the Capitals win it with 104. No surprise there. The Islanders right behind him with 103. Penguins still a 100-point team somehow. Uh, Hurricanes 99, BJ's 98, and then, of course, Flyers, Rangers, and Devils were all bad. Uh, like We all expect the Blue Jackets. Like At least one of these spots opens up with the Blue Jackets, right? Yeah, I've like, had, well, the Blue Jackets yes, are going are to yes. fall off. I at some point. The Penguins being run terribly has to catch up to them, no? I mean, when like, you, how when, good when are you, Crosby and When you have well, the high-end talent they
3: have, like I know, you always you know. just have to assume they're going to make the playoffs. I think they're going to be worse this year.
2: I yeah, think they're but. worse this year. I think they could, I don't know, they barely made it this year and they got swept and they traded out Kessel for Tanev. I, from well, and, so and breaking Galchen, it down really. Yeah. Okay. Well, I mean, like, we oh.
1: have to. I, it's the Penguins. They could win the freaking cup next year. I don't know. Yeah. It
3: doesn't really matter. I have matter, no yeah.
1: goddamn idea what to expect. I do not Penguins, think no. the
3: Penguins are going to win the cup because I just think their defense is I did not heavy. think
1: the St. Louis Blues were going to win yeah, the cup. Yeah. But the
3: St. Louis Blues on paper <laughs> looked good. Yes. I agree. Yes. They are. Uh, the Penguins on I, paper have half of a trash defense.
2: They should have taken that Zucker deal. I w- I would have taken that secret deal. Well they, they
3: did. Kessel Kessel, Kessel rejected Kessel Kessel down. Yeah, I right. didn't yeah, want to yeah, go to yeah, Minnesota. Yeah,
2: right. I forgot, yeah. Yeah. So yeah, so, it was a great Kessel. deal for them. <laughs>
3: Shit, yeah, if I were the penguins, I would have rushed to do that deal, yeah. but he didn't want to do it. Um yeah, I just I don't know. Like I do think the blue jackets are going to are going to regress.
1: I mean, they lost
3: everybody dramatically. <laughs> I think the I I've, I've been on the the Islanders are going to regress. Like I just, uh, to me, they're the devils. God, of, I hope so. To me, they're the they're they're the devils of last year.
2: And the I reason thought... why they had that run is in Chicago now too. Yeah, so, that's, which kind of plays into the
1: it. loss of their goalie and like inspirational leader. Big deal. <laughs> yeah. But like, I didn't think the I, I didn't think the Islanders were a hundred point team at all last year. But I thought they were better than everyone thought they were. Like I didn't think. Uh, yeah. Like I thought they were. Bubble team. I didn't think they were 103 points, like lose the division on the last day. <laughs> right. good, and I don't think they're going to be. But I don't know like how much worse they are than late. Like it's a hard thing to judge for me. Well, I think
3: one thing that we probably need to address here, because I, this is another thing that goes back to, I feel like the last three weeks I've just been arguing with Rangers fans. It's been a <laughs> fucking blast. This is why uh, I only <laughs> talk wrestling on the line now. But the, <laughs> one, the one thing you, you want to talk about here is like, it's not just as simple as looking at the point totals from last year and being like, well, we need to get better twenty points to make the playoffs. Like teams can throw a point total out that is not equivalent to the team's actual true talent level because weird shit happens in hockey seasons. Like, yes, the Islanders finished with 103 points last year. Do I think the Island the 2018, 2019 New York Islanders were a true talent, 103 point team? No fucking way. They were probably like a True Town 88 point team that got lucky because Robin Lehner had a career year and they had, like, Valtteri Filppula had a PDO of like 110. <laughs> like, this happens. Weird stuff happens in hockey. That's right. So to me, it's like you have to look at what you think the team's true talent levels were last year and then go from there like the flyers finished with 82 points last year i don't think they were a true talent 82 point team they were probably like a true talent like 90 point team and they probably lost 88 like eight or to 10 points because the goalie sucked because Everyone for, hated because for other. 2 months the organization was in turmoil and because so in the that's final that's
0: a very polite way to say literally on fire <laughs> literally
3: on fire and then the final week <laughs> of the year they basically threw 4 games because they were
2: oh, just God. done
1: with playing hockey yeah, I forgot just,
2: about that week that <laughs> was such a bad week everyone wanted, it was you know, so bad I was sitting
1: there doing post games like I, why do I have to try harder than them like yeah so, I can't imagine doing 10 things Charlie oh it was bad I can't it imagine was, was coming up with 10 things like they fucking suck would have been 3 <laughs> that would have been th- back so, up a but, little for a second yeah, Charlie yeah. you have a great fuck delivery <laughs> <laughs> when, uh, <laughs> not, <laughs> I'm not talking about how Charlie <laughs> throws down nice. I'm talking when he says when <laughs> Charlie <laughs> says holy fuck, shit. When when Charlie says the F word, it's really good. Like some people, when they swear, I'm like, that's not natural. Charlie has a real good one. And since he's a professional, I enjoy it more. Anyway. Amazing. Uh,
0: yeah. I, where no, were we? I have no <laughs> idea. I haven't been listening because this is way more hockey than I it's way more than I expected And, to talk. and wanted to talk uh, about. Are you doing a 25 under 25? Kurt wants to know.
1: Uh, when is it due? Saturday. Saturday. Yeah,
0: sure. Okay, Kurt, he's going to do it. He hasn't sent you yours yet because you've got a Yahoo email address, Craig, and...
2: Well, uh, I don't know the difference between electricity (laughs) electricity. and internet, so I mean, it really doesn't matter what email (laughs) account I have, so yeah.
1: Are the Hurricanes as good as they've been, we've been told they are for
2: years now? I want they're finally good. I think so, yeah. I want to say yes. I think they are. They've had the numbers for years, and then last year they finally started getting saves, so it all... And, like, the goaltending that was there wasn't.
3: The, 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 the goaltending is still a question. Yeah. Because, like, do we really trust Peter Morozik? No, right. no, 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 well, no, yeah. We
0: don't, but they do.
3: Yeah, but, I mean, also, so I did mean- Bill for a week. They still
2: have <laughs> <That's> <laughs> don't they have, really Don't they have James Reimer still, too? Yeah, they had yeah, James yeah, they, Reimer. Okay, yeah, so, but again, uh, he
3: had an awful year last year. Yeah. I think the Canes... One thing that's interesting about the Canes... Goalies. Um,
2: <laughs> <laughs> it really is insane.
3: Because like, one of the... And granted, part of this is because they, they bought out Patrick Marlowe. So that was a lot of it. But like, they're $2 million under the cap. And that's kind of cool. Because... This is a team that for for years (laughs) was, like, spending $15 million lower than the cap ceiling. And it's pretty cool that, like, now they're actually spending the money. I mean, it sucks for the Flyers because it adds another competitive team to the Metro. But they have a good (laughs) roster. And to me, Uh a lot of their issues was, like, they just couldn't get over that mentality of, like, wait, we don't suck. And now they've decided, hopefully, that, like, Hey, we're actually good. And I feel like a lot of it for them was just getting over that mental block and you would think that after last year they have. So yeah, I mean, I I pencil them into a playoff spot. I'm not expecting like I look at their roster and I and I I look at the Islanders roster, I say I think the Flyers could easily finish above them. Yeah. I look at the Blue Jackets roster, I think the same thing. I think at the Rangers, I think the same thing. I look at the Devils, I think the same thing. I look at the Hurricanes, and I say I think I like the Hurricanes roster better than the Flyers roster.
1: We expect regression, uh, a little at least from the Penguins, despite the top-end talent. The Islanders, no one thinks they're a 103-point team. Uh, you know, the Hurricanes, yeah, I think everyone here thinks they're good.
0: Steph, are the Caps still the Caps? No. Yes. Like they well, won the division again. <laughs> I, I love that series. That that entire that the best
4: answer I've ever heard in my life. Yeah,
0: no, that entire thing is what I feel about the Caps. We, we, we're so, ta- so yes, they're they're still the Caps that are not. They're just not going to win another Stanley Cup. They did that, and that's it.
1: But, but are they going to win the Metro again?
2: I think they won the Metro. They again, could, not right? yeah. Uh, yeah. probably. Like, yeah. I don't think they've done anything. They haven't lost any major pieces, they but lost they haven't done it. Superstar
1: anything. Matt Niskanen is what they. Oh, did. they actually My made bad. some. They made some Norris pretty. Trophy. Well,
2: they uh, added Carla Haglin. Well, Panic. they they didn't
1: add him. They, they, they had him. Them. They
2: re-
3: but yeah, added, they added they added Panik, who's okay. good. Um, and I guess they swapped Niskanen for Gudis. I don't know. Like the weird thing about the Caps is that their underlying numbers of the last couple couple years Not have, great. Been, have been bad, yeah. but they keep winning. And I don't think they got worse this year. So yeah. unless you think that they're just gonna fall off a cliff to match their underlying numbers, I don't know how they get
2: worse. That that is my yeah, that's my thought of or train of thought there. Yeah. And the yeah, the Capitals for some reason once they get into the playoffs are like, You guys wanna start playing defense and start like, you know, limiting shots against, and that's usually what happened for some reason. I don't know why. But I think it's just gonna be the Caps and the Hurricanes. And the Penguins that finished better than the Flyers. Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised like <laughs> My well, yeah, that's gonna be my hot take. Is I I think the Flyers do better than the Penguins. That that's that's bad. That's
0: not that hot. I don't think.
2: I, uh, yeah, see, so, yeah, no, I I mean, I think they got I I think they got worse. I don't.
0: No, I, they absolutely they definitely got
2: worse. got worse. Yeah, and I I think last year they kind of I don't know they they're, they're and yeah they're they're actually in that window of getting that Penguins luck and just having Crosby and Malcolm and fell in the roster with nobody else. I can't them. wait
0: mm-hmm. for them to go full Rangers. I really can't. <laughs> They'd I just fond. I hope that it's while the Rangers are also bad. I can't I can't deal with them both.
2: I don't know how like much longer the bad. Rangers are. Listen, I think they're gonna be well. They're gonna be bad this year. I think
0: I'm really not convinced because uh, anyone that has a good goalie can do good things. And fuck, is like he still fire. good? He is. He's still I, good. Wow. I wouldn't say he's still great, but he's still good. And has I'm sure that he <laughs> could tap into some greatness from time to time.
2: Oh, by the way, uh, the Rangers are over the cap because they're playing. They're paying five D-man, D-men point five or more, like Brendan Smith and uh, Mark Stahl. No, yeah, Mark Stahl bad, and Sean bad, Kirk bad are all making some w- cool money. Yeah. I
1: was looking at it on Cap Friendly, I, like I know how because uh, yeah, that's yeah, how yeah. math works. Yeah, I was. Yeah, but right. I was like, yeah, I was like. <laughs> I was like they- Five of their six are making. V-
2: yeah, yeah. That's that the, is, I
1: don't care. That's a bad investment. Two. You're not. You are not the Predators. I don't care how good you I was think gonna these say, guys are. They got
2: to pay all that money on defense so they can play in front of Henrik Lundqvist. That's yeah. where you got to invest all the money. No, that's yeah. like
1: <laughs> I, you know. Sure, have Niedermeyer and Stevens, but then fill in the gaps, <laughs> man. You got Brodor over there. Like I don't know. I don't know. Uh, maybe the Rangers are going to win the goddamn division. Hockey's a.
2: Yeah. Oh, it's dumb shoot.
1: We got about 15 minutes left, so I want to get to this uh, literally anything else segment. And Chef. Uh, chef. Steph is chomping. Chef Steph. <laughs> chef Steph. <laughs> she makes tacos. Uh, That's, That's Kelly. That's Kelly. We have tacos at your house. Kelly makes, it. It, Kelly, Kelly makes them. Because Kelly makes them. Kelly makes them. Oh, I just go there and he eat them. Kelly, you're good at making tacos.
0: <laughs> Kelly pre-cooks yeah. and then finishes cooking at my ah. house. Kelly's is Kelly Chef Kelly is Steph. amazing.
1: <laughs> We're going to call you Chef Steph from now <laughs> on. Uh, so I <laughs> want to get to this. I asked on Twitter, like... Listen, we just got 45 minutes out of I don't even know what, uh, but there's nothing going on. I I I stopped
0: listening to you guys. I wanted to do
1: a literally anything else segment where people asked us about literally anything else. And Steph is chomping at the bit to do this conspiracy theory one. So we're going to start with that. Steph wants to get into this. So that's where we're going to start. And I'm going to just pick these questions as we go after that.
0: So from Antagonized, um, at Antagonized, Aunt Dad. She asked, one conspiracy theory each of you believes could be true. <laughs> so I'm, I'm going to dive right in. And I don't believe that the man named William Shakespeare wrote... Anything. I don't believe that he was literate. Like, let's, let's just dig like, dive do you, right in.
1: Do you believe he had a bunch of playwrights under him who just did stuff he thought about? Do you think no. he wrote one thing and then they just, he got famous no. and they no. filled in the gaps?
0: No, and Kelly is fully on board for okay. this. So, so let me start yes. at the beginning. All right. At the beginning. In right? the beginning. <laughs> so there isn't even, like, they don't even know whether there was a human named William Shakespeare. Like, it, it's William... Something and they're like, oh, Shakespeare's close enough. Um,
1: Any name, anyone named William is cool,
0: sure, but like, yeah, it's close enough. And he was born in uh, Stratford on on Avon, Avon in England. His Um, mother
1: was an Avon lady, yeah, first, yep, (laughs) very first.
0: Uh And this was in the 1500s. (laughs) There's no records of him going to school, but that's not necessarily. Uncommon because he was just some guy. Um, There, the the thing that like there's there's a couple things that like really convince me, and one is that there are six remaining signatures from William Shakespeare, and none of them look like they were written by anybody who who can read, let alone wrote the most inspiring and, and prolific. Se- series of works in the American language I mean, you in the English language.
1: I'm not disagreeing with you because I have no idea and I love conspiracy theories. I'm just saying I'm fairly literate. If you've ever seen uh, my handwriting you'd go that's an oh, uh, uneducated
2: I will however, however, my handwriting mm-hmm. pretty bad too. You
0: all type all day. This all right, guy, right. if he was writing plays, they right. were by hand.
2: Maybe he also made the computer.
0: He did not because he didn't oh. exist. William Mack. Okay. Did he all... make
4: electricity?
0: No. Well, yeah, Kelly, <laughs> wants to... <laughs> Kelly wants to know if you know what electricity is. Yeah,
2: I'm using it right now to get on the internet. So,
0: so all oh. of the all of the portraits, all of the images, everything that we know is what William Shakespeare looked like were created hundreds of years after he died. Nobody who was alive when he was alive n- made any type of of reference to him except for once, and it was by this duke named Edward DeVere. And that's who I believe actually wrote the plays. Thank okay. you and good night. Um, I'm taking up a lot of time. If you really want to dig fine. into this, like, <laughs> let's dig into this. I am ready for this. I don't believe anything
1: pre-color television. Like, Wiltshire oh, definitely I, didn't score 100 points.
0: Also, that's, like, that's an interesting there's no one. proof. That's an interesting there's
1: one guy who was, like, just sitting there keeping score by hand. The game is between the Knicks and 76ers, it's in Hershey, Pennsylvania. <laughs> And the Sounds only fake. the only proof of it is a black and white photo after the game of him holding up a sign of one hundred. Maybe because he, <laughs> s- he claims to have slept with twenty thousand women, he could have he could hit one hundred that night. No one has any idea. W- Will Chamberlain didn't. Sc- I believe every that's one I made up personally, but I believe every conspiracy. Like I believe in aliens. I don't think <laughs> <laughs> I don't think we landed on the moon. I don't. I have no idea. I actually looked up like why because everyone why was the flag waving there's no atmosphere like they looked it up and like there's a great explanation for it and it there's actually wasn't like it actually wasn't really like it's a whole thing I have no idea I was just saying it a lot because everyone was talking about the moon landing anniversary yeah. lately so I just yeah the shooting this bell this is what I yeah, do I gotcha, this yeah. is like I just I don't know what I believe I just say shit so, I, I I believe all conspiracy theories.
2: I, I believe, uh, I don't believe in any, but I'm going to go along with Bills that I, I want to envision that instead of getting 100 points that night, Will Chamberlain got like 20 and got stuffed like four times. <laughs> (laughs) That's what I'm going to picture from now on. I'll go with that. Craig
0: believes that just because William Shakespeare's name is on the plays that he wrote them.
2: No, there's a lot. I don't know. There's a there's a lot. Craig and I have gone
0: through this conspiracy theory. Yeah, you've talked
2: to me like I'm the crazy one for believing William Shakespeare. So that's why I'm like, I don't want. All
0: I want is for someone to, to give me proof proof that this person wrote these things, and the only thing that anyone can tell me is, well, his name is on it.
2: The only thing... But I feel like that's a big...
0: It's not. I, I can write my name it's on not. fucking anything. Yeah, see,
2: that's the whole thing. Like, we can go, literally go to any other author and be like, well, he wrote his name on it, or her name on it, so Wait. I don't know. Like, that but they been... also
0: have manuscripts. There are no manuscripts from William Shakespeare. Not a one. Okay. Not a single one. Nothing exists. Going a... I need everyone to shut up so that I can <laughs> let the people
4: know how crazy I am. My conspiracy theory that I absolutely believe is that I totally believe the whole ancient aliens thing.
3: Like the pyramids thing? I think
4: that aliens, <laughs> yeah, well, not necessarily that per se, because I'm told that that might be a problematic opinion. But anyway, I, I believe that <laughs> aliens visited the Earth in the ancient past and somehow influenced the creation of society.
0: Do you believe mm-hmm. that, that we and- are that- aliens? Uh, no, but I have kicked
4: around the idea that perhaps like the reason that you can't find a missing link is because the missing link was actually aliens making us better. All right. So Some X-Files stuff going on in alien- here. With- Some alien <laughs> DNA. That sounds like a
2: Netflix. We're Kelly. Yeah, Is like that
1: right?
3: Straight out of yeah. like, uh, like Prometheus, right?
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Charlie, yeah. you're like a logical thinker. What do you got over there? I
3: um, can't
2: wait for that. I hope it's something really off the
1: wall. No, mind.
0: it's... He already told us <laughs> that it's not. <laughs> it's
3: not. No, it's... So, like, just to be clear, since I am now in sports journalism, there I have no sources for this. And it's <laughs> not like I've heard this anywhere. This is just something that I believe from the minute it happened when I was a fan, and I still believe it, which is when the NHL decided they were going to take away the first-round pick for the Devils for the Ilya Kovalchuk contract, they definitely freaking told Lou Lamorello that, yeah, just wait, like, three years, and we're going to give it back to you. Because... The year that the Devils got to the Cup Final, they lost. They had the 29th pick. That was the logical year because they gave them a four-year window to give up their first-round pick. That was the logical year to relinquish your first-round pick because the chances of you making it to another Cup Final were so slim, especially because that roster wasn't even that freaking good. No, That was the year you do it. And they were just like, nah, we're going to keep it. And it was so dumb. The the only possible explanation I can think of as to why they kept that pick is because they had assurances from the NHL that after all this blew over in a couple years, we're going to give you your pick back anyway.
1: You heard it here first, folks. The commissioner I of hockey, that. Gary Bettman, told Charlie in an, <laughs> off- <in> an the record <laughs> conversation that he's now brought, this did not happen. I don't want Charlie
2: <laughs> I do want to, if I could add in real quick, because I was looking do, through some draft stuff. Did you remember
0: your conspiracy theory? No,
2: no. I was going to go off Charles. I think the forfeited pick was the 69th overall. I just wanted to throw that in there. Oh, nice. So,
3: yeah,
1: so, no, so I, 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 the
2: I want to go, go check. I don't want to throw rumors I want
1: to add on to Steph's conspiracy theory. I believe William Shakespeare wrote one book. And it was the Bible. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I I like this one. It's for me and Kelly, but I'll propose to everyone because I have so many. I don't know who I'm going to choose. If you could punch anyone in the face right now without consequence, who would it be? Cody Ross. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, that's, the, that's, that the one, that's the one person right I away. desperately want to punch that in the face For the 2010 NLCS Fuck that I guy I don't even
0: know who wow. that is I'm googling He's
1: Some bum who hit 200 runs off Roy Halladay and ruined our dreams
2: So it doesn't hurt as much now And also he would beat the shit out me I want to punch Rodney Harrison directly in the face Because him Harrison flapping his arms down the field okay. In Super Bowl yeah, 39 right. Still, still you know, it's a I little was,
1: I was I don't blame anyone for that Super Bowl Except for two people and their names yeah. are Donovan McNabb and Andy Reid. Fair. Like, I, I don't hold it against the Patriots whatsoever. They had nothing to do with it. Still Patriots. I, yeah.
0: <laughs> I can't say.
1: You can't say no. because it's it's no. politically incorrect. It me? That's BS.
0: No, it's not, Kelly. It's um... <laughs> okay.
1: We all know who. It is. We'll, we'll let it go.
0: <laughs> I just can't say.
1: Half the people out there know who it is. Uh, do,
0: they probably do. <laughs> but to be funny. I I'll say Dan Kelly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, no, no, that was my guess. <laughs> no, that's not my. Oh, I, so. I think he expects it to be honest. I uh, Did Kelly answer? No.
4: Martin Brodor.
2: Who? Martin Brodeur.
0: Oh,
1: Martin Brodor. Oh, okay, I'm trying like yeah. mine is like everybody. Like driving That's home, a very bill like, answer. Driving home tonight whoever's yeah. in front of me. Oh, well, <laughs> yeah, but you're I mean, driving
2: now. That happens. Yeah, no, I yeah, totally. That's, no, that's, that's totally just part that. of driving. <laughs> That's just um, Jersey and Philly driving. No,
1: it's uh, man, like yeah, anyone. I I, I want to punch so many
2: people. There's you like punch me? I'm looking right <laughs> in your eyes, Phil. You want to do it?
0: No, I think you <laughs> should. <laughs> All right, we're ready. We got three minutes left. We got-, <laughs> we got
1: three minutes. Okay, what are some other good ones here? Um, does that, did anyone else see any good ones? Uh, what is everyone else's favorite sport outside of hockey?
0: The Olympics. Hockey.
1: <laughs> Football.
3: Yeah, it's it's football for me.
1: Man, okay. I love football, but like I don't know, just something about going to a baseball game. I just freaking love going oh, to baseball game. going
2: to an actual game, I think I'd say baseball too, yeah. but f- overall football, yeah.
1: Like, I just, when baseball's, like, be- that's, uh, the difference is I'll watch every Eagles game no matter what. When the Phillies are, like, bad baseball's unwatchable. Yeah. yeah. It, it's, it's closer to Little League than professional. When, <laughs> and
2: like, and I'm an Orioles fan, so really I haven't watched baseball in a while, yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> I cried when the Eagles won the Super Bowl, and... I don't think I watched many games last year. I just don't care anymore. They did it. All right, here's they did it. Th- That's good for me.
1: Here's an interesting one for uh, for out of studio chef Steph, aka Kelly Hinkle. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> what are you? What are each of your best recipes? Does anyone have like a great recipe they're willing to share? Oh no.
4: Oh god. I mean, like I make a lot of really good stuff, but I know. also I, I see never it. have. Yeah, like I don't do recipes. I just cook shit, and it's good. That's how I roll.
0: I make a pork shoulder, and I put- Oh, God, a, it's so good. And I put a lot of garlic in it.
1: That does sound I good. do a- um, It is very good. I do a thing- That uh, pork
0: is fucking amazing. It's really good.
1: Boneless, skinless chicken really breast, good. and I beat the shit out of it with one of those hammers. Oh, yeah. Uh, and then I get cream, well, whipped cream cheese with chives, just-
0: slather it on there that
1: does sound pretty good I will
0: eat anything with cream cheese <laughs> roll it up in
1: like a like, like a like a roll up and then wrap it in bacon yes over rice oh my god that that sounds really good so right, you, you know
3: what it, so yeah I can make um I, it's, it's not like terribly difficult um but I can make like really good french toast
0: oh I like French toast like with
3: like cinnamon and like nutmeg and stuff
0: Craig oh. have you ever cooked in your life?
2: Oh, I've cooked I don't, I can't cook much now. Okay, yeah, we got that on record though, thanks, yeah. How,
1: <laughs> this is a question This is a question for the group, so I want to throw it to you guys first. How excited are you for Bill and Ted three?
2: I'm not as excited hey. as you are. <laughs> I can tell you that.
0: There was a, a solid silence after that, and I'm <laughs> going to say that's how excited I am. It
1: might be the best day of my
3: life. Okay, I mean, I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to admit something here. i have never about. seen Bill and Ted two. Seen the first one. Never seen the the second.
2: What if you haven't seen the first one?
1: That's just. just
2: Okay, go work on that. All right. We got August (laughs) coming off. I know know
1: you haven't, Steph.
0: I think I may have, actually. i'm Okay, if Steph's seen
1: it and I have it then. All right. Has anyone seen a good movie they're willing to recommend
2: this year?
4: No. Once upon a time in Hollywood.
2: I want to see that.
1: That looks really good. Because uh, I love Quentin Tarantino. I think Hateful Eight is like maybe the worst movie ever made. Yeah, that wasn't good. But I really like, like, Pulp Fiction, I carry around a bad motherfucker Uh, wallet. Like, Reservoir Dogs. (laughs) Of course (laughs) you do? Yeah. Of course you do. I have since high school. I'm on my second one. Uh, Like, since I was a junior in high school, I've had one. Uh, Like, Reservoir Dogs, one of my 10 favorite movies ever. Big fan. Um, But I've heard this might be his actual masterpiece. Really? Yeah.
2: Damn, I it didn't hear that. Was, I just thought it was good.
4: It was. It was a really good movie. I mean, I am admittedly like a, a bit of a horror for Quentin Tarantino, but it was. It was a very, very good movie.
3: So I don't really go. I s-
4: don't want to spoil it.
3: I don't really go see movies anymore unless I'm afraid I won't. Like the only movies I go see are basically like the big movies mm-hmm. because I know that if I stay on social media, I'm going to get spoiled. So. I mean I've seen Endgame which I which was was great because it's Endgame. Um I just saw Spider-Man. I like that. That was fun. But I I wouldn't say either those are like well and I mean Endgame for what it is is fantastic. Spider-Man is just a fun superhero movie. I don't really know I don't think I've seen any like movies I would say, you know, are like Artistically relevant
1: I was trying to think of a movie i've seen this year, and I honestly haven't been to the, I, yeah. I went to the movies for the first time the other night, and it was to see the Lion King. It was the Lion King um, <laughs> it was very lion king i watched uh, I watched the other night on uh, it's like i don't, I think I watched it on Roku or something it's um Ninja Turtles versus Batman, highly recommend. Not,
0: <laughs> I don't like good movies,
1: but like I don't want to see good movies most of the time. Have I'm like, yeah, I have never seen a movie in my life. I don't care. Steph um, does not movie.
0: Well, I'm, I've got a flight coming either. up next week where I'm going to be sitting in the same place for 18 hours. I'll probably see a movie, one I actually, single movie. <laughs> I watched
1: a movie the other night, but it came out in 2016, but it's the first time I've seen it. The Jumanji movie.
2: Oh, yeah, yeah.
0: I haven't seen that that's one. Also with the so,
2: Rock, right?
1: Know, with the Rock and Kevin. I don't even like Kevin Hart. It's the only thing I've ever enjoyed. Him was in. it I good?
0: Seriously enjoyed this movie. All right, I'll watch that on the plane then. Yeah, uh, done. That's,
1: I had other questions for everybody, but we're out of time. Taylor's giving me a glare. So everyone, thank you for listening. <laughs> He's not. I know Taylor doesn't glare. He doesn't give a shit. I'm just trying to wrap up. Taylor here. doesn't even I, listen I have to have us. To, I have to blame the producer. No, no one blames. He me. only facilitates cheating from Steph in trivia. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Excuse me? <laughs> <laughs> we can say now.
2: Rob Zepp wasn't a good goal.
0: I knew about, who yeah. Rob Zepp was. I <laughs> knew oh who his entire that life was, story. That
2: and the Taylor Lear answer are just funny because the you Taylor knew Lear everything one. about everything except for the actual the name. The Taylor yeah. Lear one was
1: funny because you legitimately love Taylor Lear. Yeah.
0: Listen, when I joke about having brain damage, I'm not really joking. <laughs>
1: I you had know how a many stroke. times I've been hit in the head? Come on, I had it's not a stroke. Not compared brain injuries. Uh, I got the first two and was like, I would kill, be killing it right now. I got Eric Wellwood, and I got the uh, assets for Pronger and oh, I got yeah. like, none after that. So I was yeah, like, all right, okay. I'm, gl- I'm glad I'm. I'm not trying
2: glad. to hit that sweet yeah. spot of like, if you watch enough, you could probably know. But then, uh, it yeah. was good. Cause cause no know, crazy numbers, no I, stats.
1: I know enough people are sitting there yelling the answers at these <laughs> two, like so. It was good. It was good. I was right.
0: hoping that because that's what I yeah. do when him and Steve are are doing the quiz. That's what
1: makes game shows great when the people. Watch When the people listening or watching know the answer, because, like, how good do you feel when you get one on Jeopardy? Oh, like, yeah. I'm smarter like than genius. you, asshole! <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, I got one. I wouldn't have got the four leading up to it. All right, that's all the time we have for you on BSH Radio this week. Thanks for listening. Thanks for hanging out. Uh, if you haven't already, hit that subscribe button and listen to the other shows on the uh, SB Nation podcast family network whatever we call it uh they're pretty good you probably hear the ads for them uh during this show before this show mm, we didn't do an ad we today didn't, we didn't do one <laughs> oh yeah we'll, we'll just put in an ad break whenever there was an odd silence or something Ooh. we'll figure it out all right uh my name is bill mats for kelly for craig for charlie for steph have a great week everybody
0: are you ready to talk about sports yeah.